0: Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, this is another week of our series called Filled, and as you know, we've been learning about fruit all year long. We learned how fruit is created through us by the Holy Spirit, we learn all the different types of fruit that there are out there. We learned that, that we can actually help feed this fruit with our crappy situations. And then we learned that we have a choice to go hand it out or keep it to ourselves. We say, I don't want to go, but we want you to go. God wants you to go. So in this series, we're going to be moving through the biblical book of Acts, which is just a historical sequel to what we read in the writings about Jesus, which are known as the four gospels. Now the book of Acts shows us how God's work goes from moving within a small community of believers, uh, a group that got to see Jesus and hang out with him, and it w- went from moving from there to the rest of the entire world through the Holy Spirit. And it's amazing how this small group of believers turned into something much bigger, and that's what we want for a Okuho Church here. Now this week, we have a, a special guest with us. We have Pastor Ryan Proudfoot from ACC Downtown joining us today. Now Ryan is a guy that might be one of the most talented people I've ever come across. He's a pastor that can bring the word, He can sing. On Spotify alone, he's getting more than 25,000 monthly listeners, and he played baseball at UTSA. Now, if I wasn't so confident in myself, I might be a little jealous. Luckily, I'm pretty confident, so I'm just intimidated. (laughs) Anyway, he has a great sermon lined up for you guys today, so without further ado, here's Pastor Ryan Proudfoot.
1: So what do you do when you need a breakthrough? I want you to think back to the last time that you found yourself in a season or a crisis you found your life sort of in a pinch you were pinned to the wall and you needed a breakthrough in your life maybe you're in that place right now look life is hard in general let alone throw in a pandemic around the world to that and it can be very difficult and we all need breakthrough in certain places, whether that's marital or financial, whether that's physical or emotional, maybe it's your mental health and depression and anxiety. Maybe it's sin patterns that have started to occur in your life that you just can't break free of and you need breakthrough. But here's the thing. Sometimes even breakthrough for us in our lives, it's not just like a moment kind of thing. It's like months. Sometimes it's not like a long winter, it's winters. For some of us, we have been needing breakthrough for not just like years, but, but decades. And so what do you do when you need a breakthrough? Today at Akuo Church, we're continuing our series through the book of Acts. And we're going to look at a story with one of the most notable characters in Scripture, the Apostle Peter. And Peter finds himself in an incredibly dire situation, a crisis, where he needs a breakthrough. He needs a miracle from God. And his story is going to teach us three keys when it comes to finding breakthrough in your life. So if you have a Bible, I want you to turn with me to the book of Acts, chapter 12, starting in verse 1. A little brief history recap uh, leading up to this text is this. In our text today, we find the early church has been growing, thriving, for which Peter is leading. But what starts to happen along the book of Acts is persecution arises. The church begins to be persecuted and, and really disdained by the community. But what happens is they begin scattering because of the persecution. And then enters in this character, Herod Agrippa. He is a king. And he starts to realize that his political influence starts to elevate the more that he persecutes Christians. And so he starts to take to persecuting not just the church, but the leaders themselves. And that's where we find ourselves today in Acts chapter 12, verse 1. And here's what it says in verse 1. About that time, Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison, delivering him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending that after the Passover, he would bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. The first thing we see that you need when you need breakthrough is this. You need prayer. See, our guy Peter here in the story has just been arrested by the king. This same king had just killed one of his best friends, James, days before this. Now, this is not a detail to just skip over. James is actually one of the three. Three guys that rolled with Jesus through his entire ministry. seeing things that no one else saw. Peter, James, and John. In just one verse of Acts, we see that James, one of his best friends, was beheaded. And Peter, it seems, Herod has every intention of doing the exact same thing to him. So what does he need? He needs prayer. Look back to verse 5. It reads this. It says, Peter was kept in prison, but prayer for him was being made earnestly by the church to God. It's incredible that in Herod's delay to bring Peter out to the community for his execution, he delays and gives the chance for the church to pray. Now, I love this. In the text, it says that the church is praying earnestly. That word earnestly in the Greek is only used one other time in the New New Testament when it comes to prayer. You want to guess where it is? In Luke chapter 22, Jesus finds himself headed to the cross and he's praying in the garden of Gethsemane. And as he awaits the cross, it says in Luke 22, and being in agony, he was praying very fervently. There's our word. And his sweat became like drops of blood falling down upon the ground. Jesus in his last moments heading to the cross is praying. And this word fervently, it can be translated as intensely, so intensely that Jesus begins sweating blood, an actual medical condition called hematidrosis, where your capillaries burst and you start sweating blood. That is some intense prayer. And according to the text, this is how the church is praying for Peter. They are praying fervently, earnestly, intensely, and all night and day. This is what the church saw as their best solution to the problem Peter was facing. Now, I want you to think about this, church. How often do we, as a church, when we come into a crisis, what's our best option? You see, I know for me as a leader, oftentimes, when when we need a breakthrough as a church, we get together to plan. Or maybe we get together to to play. Or maybe we get together to prepare. But how often do we see our best option as prayer? You see, oftentimes, guys, God will give us a crisis in our life. And that crisis will reveal to us what we believe our hope is really set in. That crisis will produce in us where our only option is to go to God in complete dependence. And that dependence is communicated through prayer prayer the church was earnestly praying so i want to ask you this who is praying for you you know one of the hardest things in our lives as christians is to open ourselves up to be vulnerable and to share with people that we are in need like i have a problem that i can't fix and i need you to pray for me But some of the most encouraging moments in my life that have ever happened have been from people texting me or calling me or writing me and telling me that they're praying for me. Who is fervently and earnestly praying for your breakthrough today? The first key to breakthrough is prayer. But the second key is this. You need peace. Look back at at Acts chapter 12, starting in verse 6. Luke writes this. Now, And he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and he followed him. He didn't know that what was being done by the angel was real, but he thought he was seeing a vision. And when they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. And it opened for them of its own accord. And they went out and went along one street. And immediately the angel left him. The second thing you need when you need a breakthrough is this. You need peace. Look. If you're anything like me, when you have problems in your life, when you're pinned against a corner, look, when your life is out of control, the hardest thing to find is peace. But what you need to search for and seek for and root yourself in is peace. You see, peace comes from knowing that God is in control even when your life is not. I'll say that again. Peace, it comes from knowing God is in control even when your life is not. Look what Luke says in verse 6. He says regarding Peter's imprisonment, when Herod was about to bring him out on that very night, meaning at the very last moment when the shot clock is about to hit zero, when Peter's life is literally flashing before his eyes, he spent night after night in prison awaiting his impending execution. On that very night, God steps in. At the very last second, the angel comes in with what reads such urgency. Get up quickly and the chains fell off his hands. Dress yourself, put on your sandals, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. He communicates with such urgency because God is stepping in at literally the very last moment. And here's something I want you to know regarding your peace, even in the midst of your problems, is this. It's God's timing. Is always on time. God's timing is always on time. See, I remember uh, being in school at UTSA, and I found myself living with a few gentlemen. We moved into this house, and we thought we were going to have more roommates than we did, and so our rent was actually a lot higher than we expected. And so I remember one month we were sort of scrapping to make ends meet, and my landlord shows up to receive his monthly check, and Checks were a thing back then. I don't know if you guys know what those are anymore. So I was writing the check out to my landlord and I wrote what's called a hot check. Now that may be news to you. What that means is you write out an amount to give to somebody that you don't actually possess in the bank. This is a true story. I don't recommend that you do this to your landlord. I'm just telling you what I did. And my thought process was, you know what? I don't have the money right now, but I'm gonna be able to get that money into the bank account before he cashes that check. And so that was sort of my logic here, not saying it's the greatest logic. The next day, I remember I went to my mailbox and I was just flipping through some mail and I found a random check written to me from UTSA for financial aid for the exact amount of money that I owed for my rent. I don't know where this check came from and I was not going to figure out where it came from, nor did I want to call them to tell them they sent me the money. I was just gonna trust that this was God's provision. But what I realized in that moment was this. God's time is always on time and never typically on my time. And isn't that so true? He steps in at the very last moment or the waiting for our breakthrough or for for God to show up in a supernatural way sometimes seems like we just tarry day after day. Here's what I think. I think God uses that waiting in your life for forming. He uses your waiting on him for growing that oftentimes God is not so concerned just with your breakthrough as much as he is using the waiting to change you. And so the peace that we can find in the midst of our situation is knowing that God is in control, knowing that when it is the appropriate time, God will absolutely step in right on time, just as we see in Peter's story. But here's the last thing, the last key that you need to hang on when it comes to your breakthrough, and that's this. You need power. Look at verse 11 with me in Acts chapter 12. It reads this. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Listen, the last key to breakthrough that you need, that I need, is power. You see, so often in my life, I, when I'm faced with a crisis, when you have a problem, it's so easy to turn in on ourselves and think, you know what? I've got to figure this out. You may be listening to me today and you think, okay, you know, Ryan, it's really nice, so I'm needing serious breakthrough in my life, and you're saying the solutions to that are prayer and peace. You know, just waiting on God's timing, but what am I going to do? Like, how is this actually going to happen? And so our temptation is to think, you know what? We've got to figure this out in our own strength and in our own timeline. We've got to make this happen. And sure, look, in situations, there are times where absolutely we are called to action. But I want to remind you of the story here and what exactly happens. You see, in our text today, it's, it's the angel who awakens Peter. It's the angel who instructs Peter. It's the angel who leads Peter. It's the angel who breaks the chains that fall off of his hands. It's the angel that miraculously opens the gate and leads him away from four squads of soldiers who were watching him night and day that he's chained in between sleeping at night. See, it wasn't Peter's power that got him out of prison. It was God's power. And if you're going to get extreme breakthrough in your life, you don't need your power. You need God's power. You see, we live in a, a self-empowerment culture. Uh, it's not all bad, but we communicate things like this, like you are enough, and, and you are strong, and you are capable. And though in the gospel, it's not that those things aren't fully true, but what we see in the gospel is this. The gospel doesn't say you are enough. The gospel says Christ is sufficient. The gospel doesn't say you are strong. In fact, the gospel says in your weakness, he is strong. The gospel doesn't say you're capable. The gospel says you're dead in your sin and you need a savior. Ultimately, at the end of the day, when you're looking for serious breakthrough in your life, you and me both know that we've tried us. We've tried our way. If you've been in a crisis for any amount of time where where you're looking and longing for breakthrough you know that your source is not enough and so you know what the way that you access god's supernatural power is is you admit your own natural weakness the way you access god's supernatural power is when you finally come to the place where you admit your natural weakness what i mean is this sometimes The way you get breakthrough is you finally break down and you admit, I don't have the power to do this, but God, you do. So when you need breakthrough in your life, what do you do? According to the text, what we see in the life of Peter is this. First, you need prayer. Who is praying for you? As the church was fervently and earnestly pleading to God for Peter's release, You need prayer. Second thing is you need peace. You need peace to know that God is in control even when your life is out of control. That his timing is always right on time and even when it feels like he tarries, he is still working in the waiting. And the last thing, you need power. Listen, if you don't ever admit, if you don't ever break down, you're never gonna get to break through. You need God's supernatural power even in your natural weakness. But as we close today, I wanna encourage you with one little thing left in the story that we see with Peter. So turn to verse 12 in Acts 12. The writer writes this. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, and many were gathered together and they were, guess what, praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice and her joy, she didn't open the gate, but she ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. And they said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. And they kept saying, no, it's his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. Maybe you listen to this sermon and you think, you know what? Look, I get it. Breakthrough is definitely what I need. But I'm just not sure I have the faith for this anymore. I've been waiting. I've been longing. I've been looking. I've been stuck. But I want to encourage you, look at the prayer team for for the church in Jerusalem. Even the people who were praying for Peter's breakthrough didn't actually believe that it could happen. In fact, they were all stunned and told the young girl who saw Peter that she was out of her mind. And so I want to encourage you today with this, that wherever you are, as you're waiting, you're, you're, you're praying, you're, you're, you're trusting that God is in control, you're, you're seeking his supernatural power. Maybe even today you're still doubting. You're still struggling to believe that this is ever going to change. You're still struggling to believe that God could ever do anything with where you are and what you have and what you struggle with. And yet, in the same manner, the church was doing the exact same thing. But I love what verse 16 says. It says, Peter, he kept knocking. Peter kept knocking. And what I'm telling you today is this. Even in the middle of where you are, God is going to continue to knock at that door. Whether you believe that he can actually answer your prayer, whether you've lost faith that he even cares about your breakthrough, God is going to continue to knock. God is going to continue to beat on that door, even if you don't believe, even if you doubt. And today I want to encourage you to maybe for the first time again to believe for your breakthrough. Even in the midst of your faithlessness, God is faithful, and he's going to keep knocking. And I want to encourage you today, keep believing. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you today that um, you continuously pursue us. God, that you constantly knock on our door, even when we have lost faith for the future. God, I pray for every person who is hearing this message today that is in need of a breakthrough in their life, whether that feels minor or major. Nevertheless, God, you care about every detail of our lives. And so God, whether that's a crisis or a financial burden, if that's a marital tension if that's their mental health right now, God, if they are in need of a breakthrough, God, I'm asking you that today you would step in. God, we are praying earnestly and fervently as a church for breakthrough at Akuo and within our families and friends, the relationships in our communities. And God, we are trusting you for that. God, we are asking you to grant us the peace that comes from knowing that you're in control. God, we are asking that we would trust in your power and not our own. And so, God, today I'm just praying for every person who's holding on to hope in this message. Maybe they've lost faith. You would encourage them that you haven't given up, that you're always right on time. And so, God, we submit to you, we surrender to you, and we ask you for your breakthrough. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: All right, guys, uh, just join me in thanking Pastor Ryan for joining us. Put in, you know, some emojis in there. You can get one of those strong guy emojis. and, And really, to be honest, we chose Ryan to come and speak with us today because I said, let's get a pastor that looks the most like me and has a similar build as me. And so that's why we brought Ryan in. So thanks a lot for for doing that. So anyways, thank you guys for spending some time with us today. Uh, Before we go, I have a few things to share with you. So during the series called Filled, we have been urging you to step into your purpose. And one of the easiest ways to do that is by joining one of our A-teams at Akuo. You can find your purpose by helping serve on our welcome, set up and tear down, worship, production, prayer, online host. If you're in the chat right now, you could be the online host for Akuo Church every single week. Uh, You've got our social media and we also have our Kids ministry. So if you want to give what you have to the community here at Akuo, all you have to do is click on the link on any of our social media pages to be a part of one of our A-teams. Now, once you get signed up, we'll be sure to reach out to you and let you know when we can start getting you trained up for these exciting opportunities. The next thing I want to talk with you about are the community groups that we will be getting started here in the fall. As of right now, we have two groups that are going to be getting started, which is awesome. We're so excited about that. We believe that it's so important in all of our spiritual journeys to be in a group and loving people around you and being loved by other people around you. Now with that being said, we could use a few more groups to help get every single person in Akuo connected to someone else. Also, we could use some help figuring out when we should be doing those groups for everyone. So help us out by filling out the survey we have posted to our social media so we can have the best groups possible here at Akuo Church. Now the next thing I want to talk about is how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing which means giving a first fruit, 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. We know that when you trust God with something, there's a great blessing in it. No matter what it is, it can be your family, it can be your friends, it can be your job. When you hand it over to God, there's blessing in it. And the same thing happens with our finances. Now, I'm not saying like, because you give, you're going to get a helicopter or anything like that. That's not how it works. But you will receive blessings when you give. Now, that might not be a possibility for you right now. Things might be really tough for you and for your family. Now, if things are tough for you right now, we want to help you out. We want to be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs help, have, let, let us know, tell us about them. And all you have to do to do that is go to our website, Akuo.Church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send me an email directly at humby.sedevera at Akuo.Church. Or you can also call or text the church directly at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to tithe here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. When you get there, all you do is click on the giving link, then follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you would like to send your tithe through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to Kuo at P.O. Box 100 125, San Antonio, Texas 78201. Okay, guys, that's all we have here today. I want you to know that I love each and every one of you, and I'm praying for you all week long. So before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. So Jesus says, everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their TV, and puts away their phone. I ask that you'd be speaking to them. I pray that they will hear you. I pray that they will hear you call them towards the breakthrough that they are looking for in their lives. I pray that they, when they break through, that they'd be able to share that breakthrough that you did with every single person that is around them. And through that, other people will get to see your glory and your awesomeness. We thank you for everything that you're doing for us, Lord. We love you. And we pray all these things in your holy and precious name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, that's all that we have for you. We'll see you next week. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from
1: you soon.